Hello, and welcome back. Tonight, we talk about rice. It's such an important food source that in some languages, the broad, non-specific question, have you eaten, translates very specifically to have you had rice. You see, in these cultures, the implication is intuitive. What's a meal without rice? Now, when a food crop is this important, it's unsurprising how many noisy debates there are about what actually constitutes rice. But, before we get into any of that, let's begin with the basics. For starters, rice as we generally understand it and recognize it, is the seed from a category of aquatic grasses called oryza. There are 23 species of rice on the planet, but only two are cultivated for human consumption. One that originated in Asia's humid tropics and another in West Africa's swamp basins and highlands. The Asian species spread like wildfire across the world and produced most of the 120,000 plus varieties we now eat today. Oh, that's a lot. So how do we wrap our heads around this much variety? Well, we group rice into three categories according to the length to width ratio of their grains when cooked. The three categories are long, medium, and short grain rice. And they give us a quick reference guide on which rice to use in which recipe. Long grain rice includes varieties like basmati, and jasmine. Their grains are skinny little things with a length that is roughly three to five times their width. This rice is best suited for dishes like biryanis and pilafs that need distinct grains that won't glub onto your spoons or your fingers. Medium grain rice includes arboreo. These grains are about two to three times long as they are wide. And when cooked slowly, they get a velvet-like texture. This rice is a great choice for risotto. Short grain rice includes sushi rice, sticky rice, and bomba. They are only a tiny bit longer than they are wide. <laughs> they are stout and chubby, soft and tender, and have a predilection for clumping together. So they're great choices for things like sushi, paella, and rice puddings. In fact, their clumpiness is so well known that when the Great Wall of China was being built thousands of years ago, a cement-like slurry made from sticky rice and limestone 
was used to hold the stones together. Now, given these three categories of rice, a natural question emerges. Can you substitute between them? That's a matter of opinion. Some will chastise you for committing a heinous act, while others, they will shrug their shoulders and give you a family recipe that worked out perfectly. Especially when a medium grain rice was substituted for short grain. All I can say is, regardless what you decide, just remember the basics. A grain's length-to-width ratio affects its cooking properties. So if you make sushi with jasmine rice, it's likely to fall apart. And if you are creating a biryani with sushi rice, you likely end up with something that looks like a spicy porridge. <laughs> it looked like khichdi. And to all the cooks out there who know what khichdi is, if you actually made biryani out of short grain rice, please let me know if it looked like khichdi but tasted like biryani. I really want to know. I've got a point to prove. <laughs> oh my. And with that, I'm going to get out of your kitchen and back into theory. Because there is a lot more theory. For example, the three categories of rice are just the beginning. We can further subdivide rice based on other factors, like degree of milling. Rough rice, also known as paddy rice, is harvested directly from the husk. Brown rice has its husk removed. And white rice is the most refined, with both its husk and bran layer removed. For example, as we know, jasmine is a long-grain rice. It's called brown jasmine if the husk is removed. And white jasmine if both husk and bran are removed. Furthermore, depending on your preferences, you can even buy it normally milled, parboiled, or pre-cooked. And if those options don't suit you, there are others. Now with all that sorted, let's get into controversy. You see, of all the varieties of rice on the market, there is one oddball that isn't considered a true rice. Wild rice is native to North America and is found in its rivers, lakes, and marshes. In traditional ways of life, indigenous people harvested wild rice by canoe. Wild rice has a different parent from all the other species of rice that we've just discussed. Its parent is named Zizania, not Oriza. So in a way, this makes them cousins within the same biological family of aquatic grasses. And depending on how much you care about any of these distinctions, you either think wild rice is an imposter or that the debate is amazingly pedantic. To me, it all sounds similar to the noisy debates between true cinnamon and cassia 
that we heard in our cinnamon backstory. And with that, we head to our children's story. It's taken from Vietnam's oldest known collection of legends. And it's about how the recipes of Ban Chung and Ban Jai were first created. And since they're both rice cakes, we know from my handy-dandy reference guide that short grain rice would be amazing for this. <laughs> See you soon for story time. <laughs>